Hi, this is Pastor Karin Victor. I'm the pastor of Christ Embassy Cape Town, and this is our podcast. I pray this message blesses you and your family and encourages you in your journey with God. Enjoy it. I love you. What does it mean if you are in Christ and Christ is in you? Are you ready for this? Praise God. We're going to read, first of all, um, from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10, in the Amplified Classic Version. While we're studying what we are in Christ, it's very important to understand that there's a legal part of salvation and there's a vital part of salvation. You in Christ is the legal part of salvation. Christ in you is the vital part of salvation. And it means something to be born again. It means something to say Christ is in you. And we're going to look at that tonight. And it is great news all around. Just in case you were thinking you've not heard any great news today, I have great news just for you. Look at Ephesians 2 verse 10 in the AMPC. For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned ahead, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. We as Christians are recreated in Christ Jesus. That is not refurbished. It's not washed and left. It is a new creation, a new species, a new kind of man. You are a new creation if you are a Christian. You are not the same person you were before you got born again. You are a new, brand new creation. Look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. We're going to look at the AMPC again. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ the Messiah, he is a new creation. Did you see that word again? A new creation. It says in brackets, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Hallelujah. Now you remember when we read Ephesians 2.10, there were two parts. Number one, You are a new creation. Number two, you are created for good works. We read to do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. It means you are not an accident. Your parents may not have planned for you, but God says He prepared paths ahead of you. He prepared and planned for you. God is a good father. He's a good, good daddy. That means He prepared your future for you. There is a destiny for you. Don't give up. Don't say, no, it's too difficult. I'm going to kill myself. No, it's too difficult. I don't want to be here anymore. God has prepared for you if you are a Christian. God has planned your path before you were born. You know, He was waiting for you all the time to receive salvation. And now that you have, you can walk in divine destiny. There's two destinies for every person. There's a human destiny that when you were born of your earthly parents, that's based on the nation you were born in, the family you were born in, the school you attended, the university you may have attended. All those things shape your human destiny. And then there's the biggie. That one is your divine destiny. 
That one only comes into play when you are born again. And God is the creator of destinies. The moment you are born again, He can create a brand new destiny for you because He prepared for you beforehand. There is opportunity for you if you are born again. There's favour for you if you are born again. There's amazing grace for you if you are born again. There's so much for you if you are born again. Hallelujah. Your destiny determined by natural situations or circumstances requires that you fight, you battle, you struggle. You, you face the same things every other human being faces, but the destiny God created for you was bought by Jesus Christ on the cross. He paid for everything required for you to have a beautiful, glorious, amazing life. Listen to this. The second destiny that is planned by God supersedes all the things in your earthly destiny. God prearranged where you're going to live, what things you're gonna do, and no man can enter that divine destiny unless he is born again. Once you are born again, everything changes. You may look in the mirror and say, but I look the same. It's the same old me. But guess what? On the inside, it's not the same old you. You are a new creation born of God. And whatsoever is born of God has overcome the world. Listen to this verse. Colossians 1, verse 26 to 27. We spoke about it yesterday in our service, about Christ in you. It's so powerful. You can trust God with your life. You can trust Him with your future because He is in that future with you. Your future is history to God and God is entering that future with you because Christ is in you as a Christian. You're not facing tomorrow alone. You're not even facing tonight alone. Not because I'm here talking to you, but because Christ is in you. God is with you because He is in you. So don't fear, don't fret. The Creator of the universe, the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, God of glory is in you. He is with you. No plan of the enemy shall succeed in your life because Christ is in you. We spoke about Christ in you. Look at Colossians 1, verse 26 and 27 from the Message Bible. This, message, this mystery has been kept in the dark for a long time, but now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, not just Jews, to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out, regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing. The mystery in a nutshell is just this, Christ is in you. Just say it with me, Christ is in me. Say it again, Christ is in me. Therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. That's the substance of our message. The legal part is you in Christ. When you got born again, you were baptized into Christ. You were immersed into Christ. You became one spirit with Christ. When God looks at you, He cannot tell you apart from Him because you are one. If you look at my finger, how many fingers do you see? One, not two. When God looks at you, He sees you and Him as one. Now being united with God means you are indestructible. Being united with God means you are unconquerable. Being united with God means that failure is not for you. You are not alone. You are not facing the symptoms in your body alone. You are not facing your finances alone. You are not facing your family alone. You are not facing your future alone. You and God are one, one divine creation. The two of you cannot be separated. God cannot tell you apart from Him. When He looks at you, 
He sees you and Jesus united, one spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So what is Christ doing you? Have you ever thought of it? Is he in your pinky? Is he in your eye? Is he in your leg? Where is he? He has filled your spirit completely, totally. From head to toe, Christ is in you. So what is he doing? What does it mean? Is Jesus in you? Nope. You say, what? But I asked Jesus to come into my heart. Yes, Christ, Christ is in you. Jesus as a person is not in you because he has a body and he and his body cannot fit into you. Can you imagine what you'd look like if there was a person with a body in you, an adult? That would be very funny. But he is in you in two ways. Why do we say Jesus lives in your heart? There's two specific reasons. Number one, because the life he gives is him. John 14 verse 6 in the NIV, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So he's in you because his life is in you and his life is him. You can't separate Jesus from his life and you received his life. So his very life is in you. And then there's a second part, the Holy Spirit who anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth and made him the Christ is the one who is in you. So those two things makes it completely okay to say Jesus is in you because you have his life and you have the Spirit who anointed him and made him the Christ. Hallelujah. When you have his life, you have him. His life is in you, in every cell of your blood, every fibre of your being and every bone of your body. He's in your lungs, He's in your eyes, He is in your skin, He is everywhere. You are filled with God, filled with Him, filled with His life. And guess what? That life can't get sick. That life doesn't get flu. That life doesn't get corona. That life doesn't get cancer or any other disease. That life is the very life of God that heals, you know? The word says, lay your hands on the sick and they recover. They don't recover because there's some glue on your skin that with the moment it touches them, they healed. It's not because you have some solve on your skin. The moment it touches them, it heals them. No, it's because there's power in you, healing power in you. Now, if the healing power in you can flow through your hands and heal someone else, can you imagine what it does in you? That's why the church doesn't need healing. The church has eternal life. That is a self-healing mechanism working in you right now. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is in you. He is the Holy Spirit that anointed Jesus and made him the Christ. He is also the Holy Spirit that the Bible says proceeds from the Father continually. So, hey, You've got it made. You've got Christ in you. The Spirit of God is in you. The life of Jesus is in you. You are anointed. You are blessed and favoured. You are walking in power, in glory and grace. You are walking in divine health. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit has come to live in us. He is the one that made Jesus the Christ. That's why we can say Christ in you, the hope of glory. So it's not the Christ on you. It's the Christ in you. In the Old Testament, it was a different dispensation. Only three men that we know of had the Holy Spirit. Two of them built the tabernacle and it, the Holy Spirit came on them for a time. The third was John, 
John, who had to preach about Jesus, he had the assignment of telling the whole world about Jesus and he was filled with the Spirit from his birth. In our case, the Spirit is not on us. The Spirit is in us. We are born of the Word and the Spirit. Just like Jesus, remember what the Bible says about Jesus? He wasn't born of a man. He was born of the Spirit of God. In the same way, being born again, you are born of the Spirit of God. You are born of the Word of God. And whatsoever is born of God has overcome the world. Hallelujah. Isn't that great news? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The biggest thing that ever happened in the world is Christ in you. It may, it's something to shout about. It is something to sing about. It's something to dance about. It is something to be super, super happy about. Super excited because God Himself is in you. He lives in you continually. He will never leave you, not forsake you, not drop you, not walk out on you. He doesn't, you know, some marriages say till death do us part and then love leaves and they part. God doesn't have a to death does not part us. He only has, you and I are one. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even though you go to the valley, through the valley, I will not leave you. If you go through the fire, it will not burn you. If you go through the flood, it will not overflow you. What is he telling you? Crisis may come, but Christ in you is the power over crisis. You have power over crisis. You have power over challenges because God is your source. God is your life. God is your hope. God is your strength. God is your future. God is your now. He is the God of everything and He is God over everything. So congratulations. As a Christian, you are in the best place you could ever be. Thank God, thank God, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Spirit in us. Thank God for the Word that tells us we have a beautiful future of great works prepared beforehand for us. You know, God's not surprised by the 21-day lockdown, by the 14-day lockdown. God is not surprised by corona. God is not surprised by the demonic activity behind all these things happening. He is not surprised. So, He has it all perfectly in His hand. You are not going to fail, fall, and live in despair. No, you are going to stand strong because Christ is the strength of your life. You're going to stand tall because greater is He who is in you. You're going to smile. Even now you can give anyone next to you a smile and if you're in isolation on your own, take a selfie with the biggest smile and post it all over because you can be happy. You can be full of joy. And guess what? Laughter is medicine. So you can give yourself some medicine tonight and just laugh a little bit when you get to your room. When you get into bed tonight, laugh a little bit and have some joyous laughter in your room. Sing a few songs of worship and rejoice because life is beautiful with Jesus. I love you so much. And um, if you've been watching and you don't have this beautiful life with Jesus, I want to pray a prayer of salvation with you right now. After this prayer, you will have eternal life. You will be born again. God will be your father and you will be a child of God. And I'd like you to contact us after this prayer. Just send us a message so that we can pray with you and also send you some ministry materials. Right now, it's time for us to pray. If you want to have this beautiful life, pray with me and say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus.
your word says, whoever calls on your name shall be saved. I ask Jesus to come into my heart, be the Lord of my life. I receive eternal life into my spirit, into my soul, into my body. I am now a new creation. I am now born again because Jesus is the Lord of my life. I believe he died. I believe he rose again. I believe he's alive. And because he lives, I live. Hallelujah. 